when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? It's Friday, July 24th, and you're listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 330. I'm your host, Austin Walker, joined by Rob Zachney. Hello, hello. Keita Jackson. Sup? Ricardo Contreras. Yo. And Patrick Klepek. This is the podcast where we're going to talk about why Rob was playing Alien Isolation last week, right? That's what we're... I, I mean, I played some of that you... a couple weeks ago, and I just didn't bring it up on the podcast. <laughs> So wow, okay. Wait, I thought the one was I thought it was Shift. Wasn't that the one we were talking about? Yeah. Oh, I was shift. playing both. Kind of. <laughs> good. I good. just Rob, Rob had it in our Slack like his first day back. He was like, "Uh, writing about Alien Isolation. Not sure where it's gonna go." And I was like, "This is Great. just pure un uh, uh, just pure Rob Zachney." It's pure Rob Zachney. That's honestly, can we get a, a spinoff pod that's just like a daily dose of Rob Zachary? Pure Rob Zachary. Oh my God, I need that it's so like badly. A five to 10 minute long. No, do get in. Kick Zach Efron. That was Efron. To be waypoints, but then that oh. became too heavy a lift. Uh, yeah, kick Zach Efron true. off his travel show and give it to Rob. God, I saw clips of that going around and he seems like he's having fun, I guess. He seems like he. Yeah. I, like I don't Zach know Efron. anything about that man. I don't know shit about him. I'm not, you know, who could say? I, he seems fine. He's very you know, funny. He seems like he probably just smokes a lot of weed. That's it just seems like what his deal is, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, Kato, is it true that this is going to be the 500th thing in the Waypoint Radio feed? Jesus Christ, is it? I thought I saw I, someone post that last the last episode was 499, which is no wild. Way. God there's, damn it. There's a way. We we put a lot of shit in this feed, <laughs> my guy. So uh, if so, thank on, you to I'm everyone checking. who has yeah. stuck with us over the last few years. Uh, and we, there's no way to, to better celebrate having 500 things in a feed than to talk about a big company's game press shit. showcase. No, Time to the feed 100% the on 500th thing in this feed. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought so. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, it is what it is. Today we are going to talk <laughs> about the Microsoft Xbox showcase, the Xbox I guess it's just called the Xbox Showcase, right? Because they didn't tie it necessarily to new hardware. Many of the games they showed will be cross-gen, uh, though not everything, certainly. Um, uh, and and they showed kind of a they showed kind of a lot. Um, I think I'm a, I'm a little more positive on this thing than I was on the Sony thing, but not because I think it was better. Just because I think it hit. There are a few more games that made my that hit my personal taste core. If that makes sense. I don't know how y'all... <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of a word moments. Yeah, exactly. That, Which, And I know yeah. that people had those for the Sony ones. It's just that we have different a word centers. We have different things, yes. you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm curious what y'all thought about this, this event, uh, high level. So I experienced it by default way of experiencing presentations like this before I became a video game journalist, which was watching everyone react to it on Twitter gotcha, because I sure. was writing this morning. But it was really fun to do that, unlike the PlayStation one, Ooh. where I felt like even the jokes were more like, I'm bored. 
and I'm just goofing off. This one, it felt like every time I looked back on Twitter to take a little break from the draft I was writing, which if you're listening to this tomorrow, it was an article about Alita Battle Angel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> movie slaps. But every time I chopped back in, it was like, oh, oh, word, they're doing that game? They're going to go back with that game? And I realized like there are a lot more games in the Microsoft family of games than I, that I care about than I, than I thought I did. <laughs> I was really surprised by my reaction to like Fable existing again. Yeah, I'm, 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 that was like such like a, I, like many things that didn't have a date on it. Um, who knows <laughs> when that comes out? Who knows what that even is, right? It's, it's obviously a new team or different team than the folks who made the past Fable games. My, my belief is that Molyneux is nowhere near this thing. Um, uh, and I'm curious what that, you know, that, that was their kind of like show closer, one more thing. Um, and I know there's lots of Fable heads out there who are probably just excited about being recognized and knowing for sure that something is coming Fable for them. 2 and 3 were Fable those are good games I, I enjoyed them quite a bit I didn't play They're, the original yeah. one on Xbox I didn't watch it what is it the whole thing was like you can watch a tree grow for for days Fable was like such like a love hate series for me in that I, I really loved the first Fable, and I think generally they all have some interesting systemic stuff going on, and also I think that they're kind of f- really flat in areas, and like, there's a lot of bad jokes, and there's a lot of, like, fine jokes, but uh, I really like the time jumpy stuff in Fable 2. I think, like, it's cool when a game is willing to not just be, like, a very linear, um, like, all right, here you go, top to bottom, you clear out this entire map, and then it's good, and they did some fun stuff with the, the way that, like, the world progressed based on your decisions across the time jumpy stuff. But if the reservation was about the jokes being weak, I yeah. think building the entire trailer around a fairy getting eaten by uh-huh. a frog doesn't doesn't bode well no. for That's uh, really, but like, you know, but to be fair to fa- like that is fable. Like that yes. has that from oh, the yeah, beginning. No, I, I, that that is I get it. totally consistent with yeah. that <laughs> that ga- that whole franchise's like humor stick. Um I mean, the good news is there Which were could arguably be called Shrek adjacent if one wanted to. Mm, yeah. Why do Europeans love this shit? Europeans. <laughs> well, don't you know, I'm not sure I was going that <laughs> direction, but <laughs> they're gonna at you. Um, oh my god! Explain Jerry Lewis. Were... Explain Fable. Oh my god! Those two things I want to know about. What is it about someone saying "pretty ladies" that you guys love? Jerry Lewis is a very popular American comedian. He was popular here too. Anyway, the good news is that there were two other big fantasy RPG type things. It looks like um, that that uh, also like. If I don't want that style of fantasy, there was also the new Obsidian uh, game that was announced, um, which was what's, what was that called? Avowed, Avowed. Skyrim, um, which looks like Obsidian does a Skyrim. <laughs> Obsidian does an Elder Scrolls question no, mark. Obsidian quietly in there with the shade. It looked like Listen. Obsidian does one scene from Lord of the Rings. That's kind of what it looked like. Remember well, the Moria? end. Okay, yeah, but yeah, at the yeah. end, that dude had a glowy hand uh, and a sword. Uh huh. He was ready to My cast an entry-level flame spell. It was like a purple spell, so not a flame spell, whatever. And then had a magic sword that he got from an a An ineffectual spellcaster with a magic sword. Who does that remind me of? Could it be Gandalf? Okay. Oh my god. Are we oh, really wow. playing Gandalf Damn. ineffectual? Wow. <laughs> Nobody can see the, the gray? devilish Maybe. glee that Rob has on his face Rob right the, now. Rob the Gandalf hater, who knew? Um, but like, okay, <laughs> I want I want Obsidian to make me one of those. Sure, let's try it, you know? Um and then and then more importantly for me, I think for me the 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 whoa, what is this game of the show was Everwild, the new game yes. from Rare. 
um, which had some of the best black hair uh, I've seen in games recently, uh, but also <laughs> just had some incredible creature design. Um, this was just kind of like a, a really painterly, beautiful thing about like wandering around the world with cool animals who help you get, you know, who use their giant furry tails to drop trees so you can get the fruit off of them or whatever. And there's like a whole ritual of bringing a little deer creature back to life. But but it looks like maybe they made that that deal with. Maybe a, a malignant, uh, you know, otherworldly supernatural force. Hard to say. Um, I have no <laughs> idea what this game is. I have no idea what this game is, but I'm here for what it looks like, and I'm curious after uh, Sea of Thieves what Rare does. It looks like it'll be a multi. It looks like it'll be a multiplayer thing. There's a lot of characters like right. working together on things, and if they take that style of collaborative play from Sea of Thieves and put it in a world like this, I'm all the way here for it. So. I don't know. Those are the those are the kind of big standouts in that fantasy space for me. Um, Rob, Patrick, Cotto, any what, what jumped out for you? Uh, I don't. I've I've like it came away pretty mad from both the PS5 and the Xbox showcases. I think part of that is because of the industry expectation that's been built in over covering this industry and like playing games in this industry for decades at this point. In which oh. What you're meant to expect is at a generational pivot point, there are there's going to be a vision of what the quote-unquote future is that represents some sort of leap in what we can do in games that is right. tied to why we need a new hardware cycle. And I think what is increasingly – now, this is a weird year. COVID is, is wrecking – has fundamentally changed what these presentations, from what I understand, were going to be and what they are. Like there's a reason each one is like, and we'll see ya – in a couple of months, like these are like part <laughs> with one. another these one are, of these, yeah. yeah, yeah, like a lot, like a lot of long term <laughs> reveals have been have been pushed off, and a lot of things that weren't in here that were originally going to be in here. So there's a little bit of that, but I think it's also exposed, like not a lie, but things just like less true these days, which is that there's nothing magical about the technology that they are selling yeah. you that is going to unlock new gameplay paradigms. To, to a certain degree, that was true, right? Like, from the NES to the SNES, like, an, such an enormous graphical leap that actually fundamentally changed how you played games. Like, from the, the 16-bit era to the 32-bit era, like, going to 3D. Like, there yeah. have been, along the way... And going like, to HD, and then... Yeah, yeah like, totally. re reasons to make credible arguments that the march of technology that games uh, hitch themselves to, like, made next-gen so exciting because, like, well, what are they going to do with this? And... You know, you get Halo Infinite where it's like, well, we're going to patch ray tracing later, which, you know, gives away the game that, well, ray tracing is going to be pretty and cool. I think it's going to be really neat. You mm -hmm. know, there isn't one of those things. And so I, I think give that's you the thing. I can give you the thing that excited me about this, which is every game in that showcase is on Game Pass. And well, that right. has nothing it's to a do fundamental with technology, but it's it a different does, argument. But it's a different argument. It's not about the tech. It's about the way the services are going, the way the platforms are going. The fact that, like, the fact that Halo is going to be on, I'm not, I wouldn't buy that Halo game, but I will play, play that Halo now, game. You will. I'm spending five bucks a month. part of the Jelly yeah. of the Month Dude, club. Yeah, if part of the Jelly <laughs> of the Month club. Last night, I was, I was doing some audio, uh, I was doing some podcast editing, um, and I needed something to do while, po while audio was, like, processing, and I downloaded this game that, uh, shout outs to Jeff Green, um, Lonely Downhill, Lonely Mountains Downhill, this little, like, mm bike uh, game that's like i would never spend 20 dollars on this game but it's for a, a service that i already own absolutely and that's a lot of the games in that showcase the fact that like okay i'm already on that service 
is a really compelling argument, and I actually think they probably could have made that argument a, a lot more, a lot more forward in this in this uh, than they have you know uh, than they did today. They've done it in the past. Last year's Xbox thing was just like, "Yo, Game Pass, hundred games." I almost wish they would have hit that a little harder here because this is a bunch of stuff that seems kind of neat, you know? Yeah, there wasn't. There's no. There was none of the cloud stuff. There's nothing like, right. hey, actually. We don't. You don't need to buy this box. Like they don't want to say this here because they want to sell you the. I mean, what yes. I'm increasingly <laughs> believing is going to be like a six hundred dollar box, well, and I yeah. think they're actually going to pound their chest and say we're actually excited about how expensive it is. Uh, honestly, um, yeah. we love well, because they're going to have the other. We're one. Not that. They're going to have. Laughing. They're going to have the cheaper yeah. one. It's like it's cool. We you know you can you can do both. But I think I think it's just yeah. Like there was a a, a take from uh, GI Biz that I saw going around before we recorded this, which is like. Well, traditionally, like the the way we respond to these like sort of events is like, well, how are these companies playing off one another? And like increasingly, right. I think this this generation of we're considering this like the pivot, including Switch, just in that is well, they're all kind of doing different things. Sony's just yeah. doubling down on expensive blockbuster prestige games. Microsoft is offering a service where it's like, look, it's like Netflix. You might not like what here's this month, but don't worry. Yep. There's more stuff coming next month, including a game called The Gunk, which I didn't care for oh, until I found out it's from the Steam name. World team. And I was like, hell yes. I love everything that studio does. Um, I love also, it's so called much. The Gunk. It's, it's called a great name. The Gunk. Great name. Um, <laughs> I, I was talking to a friend. Those delightful that Yeah. Group. I was talking to that gunk, please, not that goop. The goop is a different thing. They did not. They did not register the trademark for the goop. Um, <laughs> the goop is going to be my the gunk uh, copycat game. Um, the I was talking to a friend about this, uh, and she was like, "The gunk is definitely what they wrote on the whiteboard as like a placeholder name, like Project Gunk." And they're like, "You know what? Fuck it. Let's just call this the gunk." Like, yeah, that sounds right. Well, that's what happened with. I, I wrote a feature on Bug Snacks from a couple of uh, weeks ago, in which. You could find tweets from uh, Phil Tabaski, the the head of that st- uh, studio, Young Horses, where he tweeted about Bug Snacks and the project title, and they said we had it on a whiteboard and just no one could beat it. So, oops, the there it goes. The na- we announced our game six years ago because we couldn't come up with a better name. So some oh, sometimes that's very that, funny. I bet that actually, I'd be we might be surprised how often that happens more than <laughs> more than it doesn't. I'd believe it. The gunk for people who who miss this is a like a third person adventure game looking thing. You play a character who's a big robot arm, very cartoonish, but still three D uh, polygonal uh, graphics, like uh, you know art style. And then she uses this big robot glove to suck up a bunch of black gunk, um, and then presumably do something with it. We didn't really. I guess we saw like a tree bloom. It's one of those. It's one of those like suck up the gunk. You wanted gameplay. That's not what these presentations were for. This one or the Sony one. You know I always (laughs) want gameplay. Something has to be so aesthetically coherent and like special for me to care if it doesn't have gameplay, which again is is part of why I think uh, it was impressive that I walked away caring about um, uh, Everwild. Well, so, but you yeah. also have Sea of Thieves as a like design right. touchstone. Ground, like, okay, yes, I know exactly. I could see I'm what they can do gaps. in this space. Yeah. Totally, totally. Whereas this was like, all right, you're running around and getting gunk. Okay, cool. Sure. <laughs> they always have smart mechanics, I like that though. Yeah, so, like, that's, that's exactly that it. Studio. It's like if you're choosing to do this, then I just believe you have a cool idea, and I'm yeah. I'm yeah. excited to see what it is. The key to making one of those announcements with no gameplay successful in my eyes is like it has to be the right team and a game I can already imagine them doing. Right, right. And yeah, that's what matches up with Everwild and the Gunk. Everwild and the Gunk sounds like a, an 80s movie. Nah. That's the name of the new Taylor Swift project, oh, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> God. Folk, folk tales? Okay. Um, 
Rob, you've been quiet. It'll How probably bop, though. This? I'm going to continue of being course. quiet. Uh, something just got delivered, so there's going to be a small disruption uh, in like I five see. minutes. So <laughs> there, might be a, there might be a pissed off dog. Oh, uh, no. There might be some clattering. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, okay. But let's let's go to someone else for just one second. Yeah, absolutely. Kato, how are you doing? How would you think of this? Event? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Um, all right. I got to see new Destiny stuff. That was neat. What you? What was that? <laughs> what was new in that Destiny stuff? Talk to me about the Destiny stuff. Um, so that's about the new expansion that's coming in November now. November? Yeah, tenth. Yeah, I it believe. got pushed, right? Uh, yeah, it used to be September. Um, and they they said that they were adding a new element, so that means new classes, new abilities. It's been a while since there's been new stuff in that in that area for Destiny, so that's exciting. But what's more exciting is that the stuff that they kind of showed off was. Pretty, pretty interesting um, looking abilities where you can oh, yeah. uh, make ice walls. That like was the whole wild. stasis. Yeah, like there's like a, a moment where someone throws a grenade at a wall and like a platform of ice appears and then people start jumping up onto it. And just like the That's idea the of like really sure, right? Yeah, right. Absolutely. There's going to be something like where you have to make that and, uh, you know, that puzzle jump, the, the jumping puzzle is going to probably require you mm-hmm. to have the platform grenade at some point, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. But it's just really an exciting new direction for them to go with abilities of like changing your environment and like changing the way you move around a space is not a thing that they've done a lot but moving around destiny is really fun like jumping around and shooting guns in the air or uh getting around enemies is like one of the best part like it just feels good to move around yeah Yeah. it always has so them getting um, more into like making being able to make walls and platforms with your abilities is really exciting i literally just jumped back into destiny 2 last night on a absolute complete whim and (laughs) Everything Kato just said about how good that game feels is 100% true as a person who has not played it on since launch and only played it on PS4 until now. (laughs) God, yeah. Thinking about changing your environment and creating more places to jump to Mm -hmm. just sounds so good. I hope that that stuff, I'm excited. I'm so excited for them to add a fourth element to that game because that's like been, I remember when the first set of expansions came out, the first big, big expansion came out. I was like, are they not adding more classes? Are they not adding more like to more uh, uh, elements? And and the fact that it's taken them this long, like I understand that's a huge change. I think what's come out since Destiny 1 has kind of shown why they've not necessarily gone that direction. Um, uh, And they have added, I should be clear, eventually they did add like whatever the fourth like ultimate sets were or whatever the third ultimate right. sets were third, third. Yeah. third. yeah this is this will be the fourth element that was in of, right that, that was in forsaken right that was yeah, two years totally, ago totally totally of expansion so it's, it's, yeah when 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 uh when that happened i was like okay cool this stuff is neat but now it's like okay <laughs> awesome uh, also other destiny 2 thing there game pass all the expansions game pass, game pass and then also on the series X, it'll be sixty frames per second, which right. I, I again I don't I'm not a big frames person, but I remember when that game came to PC, looking at that tree, uh-huh. just being like, you know what, that red tree, tree. that like red that tree red looks tree. fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> that game looks all uh, right. What, what version? That's also do I just get like an to... incredible deal. Oh. Yeah, I yeah. Know. Well, I was just right. gonna ask that, like, what what version do I need to get my favorite shit out of the vault? That's that's gonna be my yeah. question. Well, well, like, what do you mean like the content vault stuff? Yeah. It's uh, not nothing. None. Just wait. You yeah. have to wait for it to cycle out of the Disney vault. Uh, yeah. You'll see when it's available. They'll only put it out on very expensive uh, Blu-rays <laughs> or now on their streaming service. Um, Rob, it does you, seem like. Go ahead. Sorry. No. no I was just gonna say it does seem that the stuff that stuff that's coming in and out of the vault does seem to be added to the base game and not the seasonal pass. So it'll be part of. I would game fucking pass, hope so. Yeah. Yeah. For people yeah. who don't know, Destiny has started doing a thing where they put. 
uh, or they're going to be doing a thing shortly where they're putting stuff away. They're like, no, that planet doesn't exist anymore for you to play on it. Yeah. This game is too bloated. We're going to focus down the, the thing on new stuff, basically. And they're also and bringing stuff, stuff they're also bringing stuff from back. From Disney 1, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. like, the Cosmodrome area is coming back and the, the, the Vault of Glass raid, which is my that part of all sick. fucking time, yeah, that game, that raid is, is coming great. back. Uh, I've only done a few raids, but that was one, and I really liked it. Throw uh, excited to throw ice around oh, the, that old raid, right? Like yeah, things. Be cool. I'm excited for the way that those old things will interact with that new uh, those new abilities. So. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that was great. Rob, are you back with us now? Can you talk about this event? Uh, yeah, or cautiously. Not go? I am. Okay, no, I'm here. I'm here. Should we say anything else, or should we just jump to the big announcement that I had to message you about immediately? <laughs> uh, we might as well. We need to get to this. We, we need do. to get into this. Yes, we do. What the? F- okay. Stalker was a game. A video. Stalker was a movie that adapted uh, Roadside. Okay, Stalker was a book. Uh, it well, was no. a the girl just bought Roadside. Picnic, I was say Roadside by the Picnic way, was a book. Just started reading yes. it. By Stalker. The way. I, so I also just bought anything. the Stalker Criterion Edition DVD. That movie slaps. So, so I you, I have not get, played this game, but somehow I was preparing myself for this day. <laughs> did you get an edition of uh, Roadside Picnic with Le Guin's uh, intro? For yes, it? and oh, it's, it's fantastic. So good. Yeah. It's a, it's it's a so really good, good essay yeah. about that. Just what uh, she says about mundanity and how it enhances that world. I loved I loved her analysis. Yeah, it's sick. Anyway, moving on. So then, after the, well after the Stalker movie, uh, uh, GSC Game World, is that correct? The original developer yes. makes Stalker with periods in between each, each letter. Not technically a direct adaptation of either the book or the film. Uh, I don't think it's litigious they're very careful um and that's a game and and it's expansions so it's kind of standalone sequels standalone expansion sequels uh that have a, a lot of um that, that were i think a little ahead of their time in terms of player expressive player expressivity systems driven open world combat and exploration um blending kind of first person combat with uh, traversal puzzles and and putting those puzzles in a big open space uh, and also lots of resource management, lots of like making sure you don't die. It's the and next all time de- great vibes and all time great vibes. That game has great <laughs> vibes and then they had two uh, sequels, Clear Sky and Call of Pripyat, um, uh, that were again they were sequels, but n- n- none of them were Stalker Two. Then a decade ago, Stalker Two gets the only reason I say they weren't is only because. Coming right on the heels of them, Stalker 2 was announced. Um, in 2010, scheduled for release in 2012, and then it fell well, apart. There's a little story in there, too. Okay. In the middle of all that, me- the Metro series debuts. Right. Because like the, the tension within the Stalker team was there were people who wanted to make a narrative, mm-hmm. like level-based shooter. And there were people who wanted to make a like systems-driven, more open-ended. Right. This uh, was the shooter. 2000, you know, just a Shadow of Chernobyl comes out. The first Stalker game comes out in 2007, which is to say it comes out the same year as Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, and Bioshock. Um, the second one, Clear Sky, comes out in 2008. Uh, Far Cry 2 comes out in 2008. There is very much, this era is, in the first-person shooter, these two different uh, schools of thought about what the FPS should become. And, of course, it becomes both of those things over the last decade. I don't think you get to Day Z without Chernobyl, right? Without, with, Sorry, without uh, a stalker. You don't get to a lot of the – you don't get to the Far Cry series being the thing it is now without this this school of thought. And also – 
we could talk about the disappointment of what the Far Cry series is now versus what we maybe thought it was a decade going to be a decade ago. Um, but you're right. That split happens. The Metro series kind of exists through the 2010s, but the Stalker games go away. Um, I think then it gets reannounced. Stalker 2 gets reannounced in 2018, I want to say. But then I don't yeah. think we've seen anything from it until now. Mina yeah, cares um, deeply about Stalker. I can hear her. Yeah, Mina's being a real shithead today. So, Aww. Mina, just quick side, just quick side note about Please. Mina. Um, Mina was so there's Kongs, you know, little like uh, rubber things that you fill the dog food in, and the dog plays with them to eat. And then uh, to sort of keep her from just sort of snarfing all her food at once, uh, we got her a thing where um, it's. It's like a little uh, roly-poly thing where you put the food in. It's got a weighted base, yeah, so it okay. always bounces up. Yeah. And the dog's supposed to, like, knock it around and little bits of kibble uh, come out. Mina hates this fucking thing. Um, <laughs> it slows the process <laughs> of eating lunch too much. And so that's how we fed her today. She has refused to engage with it, but is also now just starving and, like, <sighs> angry. And so, like, she won't eat the food because the food is too challenging. Um, and so now she's just in a huff. Um, I'm sorry, Mina. So, uh, yeah, so Stalker's got this weird... The other thing is, remember, the first time Stalker 2 kind of imploded, it imploded in such a way that, like, you kind of looked at it like, oh, there's nobody legitimate behind this thing at all, right? Like, Stalker 2 fell apart in a way that was like, this is classic vaporware, where there were promises being made, but it doesn't look like there was any development happening on the back end. Uh, And then when this new, new, like, re-announcement of Stalker 2 came out, it also looked a little bit, just there there was no details, right? And also, it's difficult to say at this point, like, is this really GSC Game World? Is this really a continuation of that team's vision? It's been right. it's been over ten years, um, and those questions haven't really been solved. But the difference is, like Great Day in the Morning, a Stalker trailer was part of a Microsoft presentation, <laughs> and that um, game will be part of Game Pass. Like, yeah, <laughs> the mind sure. reels. Like Stalker was such a weird thing, and now here's Microsoft being like. We have something for you too, uh, weirdo PC gamers. Uh-huh. Uh, here's here's <laughs> this, and that's very cool. And the trailer was all fan service, right? It was all like oh, high yeah. end cutscene renders of iconic uh, Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl, um, like locations. If not, lo- right? if not like exact the, the locations, at least there. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Very very recognizable designs and and places. Yeah, for sure. Um, they've but said no that those gameplay. are visuals. They've said that those visuals are basically target what they're targeting the game to look like, and who the fuck knows? Um, That's that. Those uh, there's a I, lot of about this project uh-huh. that makes me go uh And I I understand I understand both of you uh-huh. getting excited. I get it, but I just want to put into the world no I'm some with you. lowered expectations. I'm with you. I get it. Listen, but they threw a bolt at, at an anomaly, and the anomaly went, and that made me feel good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's stalker to me. Stalker to me is walking down a hallway, being like, I bet there's some bad shit up there, throwing a, a little bolt, having go, uh, being very scared of what just happened, and then being like, I bet I could still get across this room. I just got to find the right thing to jump on. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a motherfucker playing a guitar at a campfire. That's stalker to me. 
the bolt stuff is the only way in which it is really an adaptation of yeah. uh, the Tarkovsky movie. Then the Wish Cranter, I suppose. Yes. Um, yeah. The 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 two big the two big things, but yeah, uh, no, I I get you, and that's and that's why I'm like I'm trying to underreact to this thing where I'm like there could still not be a stalker too that like actually exists behind yeah. that thing. <laughs> um, but Microsoft wouldn't do me like that. Like, I think, you know, I'll bet Microsoft vetted this project <laughs> and they were even more impressed than okay. uh, like you would yeah, think. The thing is, Microsoft is a real company, right? Yeah. Like a, they, they're a real company for sure. Bob, you yeah. wouldn't PSC think that they world. would put a fake game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. I, that would I bet we brand. will see. But they Dita. definitely would. It's the thing. They uh, absolutely yeah. 100% would. Yeah. But from the thing that I think <laughs> when you're like, like Dina. Oh. Dina lost me. <laughs> Um, the I think that the fact that they're putting out so many things on Game Pass means you're going to get those dead those DOA projects those vaporwave vaporwave Jesus vaporware <laughs> projects. God, the new we Vectroid album only yet. coming. Yeah, God, <laughs> Macintosh Plus Two coming only to Game Pass. Um, uh, we can keep going on stalker stuff, but I think that you're totally right that yeah. that who the fuck knows they put it on FAQ. People should go read that if they're curious. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. We should probably talk about like the, you know, premiere game that this game was, that this event was anchored by at least a little bit, right? Maybe the fact that we didn't just like all lead with that says something about the game. Well, I think I, it probably I, says something I, about us. Know, I was, I was ready. But I went to you first, yeah. and you did not go. We got to talk about Halo because I knew everyone else want, no one else wanted to. So I, was just I want to talk about Halo. In, I the, want, in the in the conversation, Kado is Kado is a is, Kado. Kado has a history, right? With Bungie. You played a Bungie game. You're ready yeah. for this conversation. No, no, to be fair, There's Halo One. I, I played Halo One when it was on Mac. See, and that was the only one I played <laughs> because I never had an Xbox. Uh-huh. Well, I have a question. <laughs> so I have a question for the group. Yeah. The opening of the trailer is it's 167 days after the defeat. Am I supposed to know what defeat? they're talking about it where's mad. cortana if you've played halo okay. 4 and 5 what you will realize is 343's approach to storytelling is well if you haven't read the books then we're just gonna leave you oh out in the uh in the wilderness over what happening in the narrative they've said they're aware of I that need- criticism and are gonna address it in infinite but yes it is true that they the trailer itself starts <sighs> with like right so you, average person who's been like i liked halo I'd play another one of those, uh, and then just completely drops you. I mean, this even if you know they what learned that the is. wrong things from Bungie. <laughs> <laughs> just Listen, I need to just all of more. you to send out just like a mental hug to my good friend Alex Arbuckle, who has told me he has read 
every single one of those Halo novels. People They're love out them. there. I have friends who love them. He, Absolutely. Yeah. He was able to, you know, le- using the novel as a reference, uh, say, tell me definitively that no, Master Chief's suit does not jack him off. I thought that that uh, was true. Yeah, I was going to Is that not true? No, hmm. not true. He found the passage from that that screenshot in the novels because he owns them all. He bought them all. Maybe he has the wrong edition. Maybe they changed. They made hardcovers for that. Maybe they changed oh, yeah. it. They made, like, okay. well, I'll talk to I'll talk to Arbo. Yeah, talk and to Arbo. And find out if he has the right edition. Uh, it has a little, just a little jo on the corner of the cover art. It just says mm. that. Oh, oh yeah, I see. Edition. It's the jo yeah. uh-huh. edition. Yeah. Um. Anyway, as far as we can tell, that feature it. is not in this game. It's only a demo. There's a grappling hook. Though that's that's a new it's one. It's kind of like being jailed. I went I went and played I went and played two hours <laughs> of uh, Halo Reach last night. I saw you streaming like, that. Yeah, yeah. Halo was like like a really foundational. Like that was like you know there was GoldenEye in the N sixty four era. It was like really foundational mm-hmm. to my friends. And then Halo was just it's just what we did. It was like what does everyone want to do? We eh, play some Halo. Yeah. All right, we'll play Blood Gulch. Um, right. You know, like it, like Halo yep. was just it. We'd come up with our own variants, like pistols only, and like it was just. We may, in the same way that, like, when you're, like, really young, you make up, like, your own games to play. Like, our friend group had our, I mean, like, fights, drama, like, so much happened. (laughs) Through Halo. I was just about to say that that was the most fucking college shit I've ever heard in my life. I just remember actually, like, doing the same shit in college. Uh, I was never the originator of that because I didn't have, like, my own game console until, like, later in my college career. But I remember specifically just, like, hanging out and smoking weed with a bunch of friends and then slowly developing an incredibly complex game mode just for ourselves mm-hmm. in Halo. I loved it. Anyway, I mean, that was like Peter. The thing about Halo 3 specifically was the multiplayer in that, in that game let you build custom modes, let you build all sorts of cool spaces. I think that was the – Halo 3 is the first one with the Forge, right? Am I, am I misremembering that? Maybe no, you're was... you're you're right okay. there. Um, no, I was gonna say like uh, in 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 uh, Halo Two was stolen off of a French manufacturing plant before that game came out, and in college, right. um, a uh, fr- uh, uh, someone in my dorm realized like, hey, don't you have a modded original Xbox? And I was like, oh, I do, because I was reviewing games for GMR and Xbox Nation um, in college. So in order to get like early discs from man- like publishers, I had to like self mod an Xbox of mine bro- broke one and then had to mod it again uh, to, to make it work. But I got it to work. And so he had a, a you know, like a, a, a DVD burner and like burned a copy of, uh, of Halo 2. And we, I put a sign up sheet in front of my dorm room and then <laughs> got to act like a God King. Wow. And like, <laughs> would shoo certain people away or allow certain people in. I made people kneel in front of my door before they came in oh to play Halo 2. Because the, the multiplayer was so important. Like people were like losing their, like, like truly it is hard because like the luster of Halo for a lot, like, it's hard to remember how big that series was. It is hard to remember yeah. how monumental the release of Halo 2 specifically was. It was the biggest thing going in games. Like, lines, are, I mean, like, the line to pick up that game at GameStop at on my college was, like, stretched for blocks. Like, it was incredible how, like, of the moment that was. Um and yeah, I was the one making people kneel in front of me um, so they could play the multiplayer 24 hours for it. Do you remember that? I've never been that popular in my life. 
I, I neither don't think was Patrick I. Was <laughs> no, so like Gita, don't take that as a as a ringing endorsement. No, no, I just sincerely congratulations. Like you've achieved legend a status Thank of being you. in college I could never have dreamed Unbelievable. of. Unbelievable. <laughs> I remember that leak because uh, it also a friend of mine in college, and we were in college at the same time, I think Patrick, also downloaded it, played it, beat it before the release, and then in like went to like the campus game room everyone was huddled around the uh the like t- the shitty tv and, and everyone was watching someone play through the campaign and he just came in and was like oh yeah i hate this, this you know this game actually kind of sucks it ends on a really bad cliffhanger <laughs> here's what happens and it was like oh, no word <laughs> oh for real you okay really you're gonna okay this game hasn't been out how did you how do you know shut the fuck up man uh it was it was upsetting Anyway, I have really fond memories of Halo 3. I kind of skipped Halo 2 outside of the multiplayer. I really played a lot of Halo 1, and then in Halo 3, I, it was just like a con. I, I was like, the, it came out that. Did that also come out in 2007? It must have, right? Um, speaking of 2007 first person shooters, um, because I remember just being unemployed and being like playing hours and hours and hours of that thing, uh, especially multiplayer, especially custom games. I remember playing a mode uh, where there's this thing in Halo 3 called the Elephant, which is like a big sand crawler type vehicle that uh, had like huge open space in the middle. And we do capture the flag where the only, where the, the bases, where the flags were, were on the elephants. And so it'd be like two giant sand ships going back and forth. And you would try to like, basically playing Sea of Thieves a decade early, <laughs> a decade early, trying to like board each other's weird sand ship. That game was great. <laughs> I, and, and I think the campaign was good. And then, you know, I, I think I played Reach and I played some of ODST, but I never beat ODST. Uh, ODST and then I, is the secret best Halo game. That's it has what the I've best heard. soundtrack. It, ha- it has a it good like, soundtrack. It like, yeah. f- like mixes up, uh, you know, it was an open world, but it had a hub and like yeah. spoke uh, design for how you went about missions. It got rid of shields. It was health only. Like it, it, it was like the deeply experimental Mental, like mm-hmm. still within a lot of the bounds of Halo, and has oh, mm, it's and just now, such a good soundtrack. And then I didn't play four or five, and so I'm watching this thing, and I'm going like, "Who the fuck is this guy talking to Master Chief?" Again, like like you said, w- what defeat, what loss? What am I supposed to know about this? I I believe there was someone called. I almost fuck. What is his name? The Didact. The, the Didact. Didact. I think the Didact was the villain in the. Four? Is not the villain anymore. I know Cortana. I know. Cortana. I played bad. four and five. Cortana bad. Cortana finally. Bad. Cortana bad. Thank God. They're probably finally. going to be redeemed, right? Like, come on. Maybe. Who could say? Um, <laughs> but what is uh, so? We can actually talk about this game now. Halo Infinite. There are lots of rumors about what it was going to be. Um, we've heard. We'd heard Halo, but Destiny. We'd heard Halo, but. Skyrim, like open world Halo. And I think that's probably the, cl- I heard recently what Halo, but Metroid Prime. Um, and I think the open the grappling hook supports that theory. <laughs> uh, it sure does actually, huh? Um, and what we saw looked more open uh, than, than previous Halo games. Not that Halo games haven't had big hub spaces before, like you said, ODST, but even just like some of the Halo 1 levels had that, fo- that feeling of openness. Uh, but rarely was, exploration rewarded beyond like extra little lore bits uh, occasionally i remember halo 3 had lots of like you ex- if you explore this area you'll find a terminal with some of their like meta plot stuff in there um uh but the uh the the big thing here very much seemed to be all right we're going to give you an objective list the top <clears> left of the screen is going to say go take out these three gun batteries there's and then a map. you're going to go do it there's a map right and there's not just a map right but like on that map there is like you can hover over locations on the map 
the way you would in like a Far Cry game or something, right? Well, I guess to be clear, like when I when I had heard the original like Skyrim comparison, this is like there were this was like their blue sky like right, here are right. tone pieces when they were pitching the game in, internally to try and figure out what they were going to do. It was more like when you know one of the, the you know we forget this now, but like part of the magic of a game like Skyrim at the time was like. You know, oh, you see that mountain? Like, uh-huh. you can uh-huh. go there, which, like, most games, you know, hide that behind uh, different different gateways. And in Skyrim, it truly often felt like, oh, you see that? Yeah, I mean, you can get there eventually. And I think that, that was – I get that vibe from what they showed here of, like, the way they were trying to show the draw distance and, like, the, the scope of the world. It was like, hey, you see yeah. that, like, outpost? It's not just window dressing. Like, that's an outpost that if you wanted to – you could go, you know, with the right equipment and upgrades, you could go make your way to now. Totally. And then, like, when you look at that map, it's like there's the attack map, there's an upgrades screen, a database. You can set waypoints on the map. You can view missions. You can start missions. Uh, the, the icons do very much have that vibe of, like, uh, Far Cry style. Okay, this mission is destroy the east, north, and west gun battery. And and there's little collectible icons. And, Am I going to cut uh, up know. the covenant to get pieces to build a bigger satchel? Oh, I absolutely think you are. I 100% think, especially with the armor breaking stuff, the way that it showed, like, um, uh, I don't remember which, which characters they were, uh, but when you hit them, their armor comes off. I guess they were the brutes, probably. Um, that to me looks like a craft that they yes I think you will totally get crafted upgrades in this give game. Give me an animation with Master Chief bent over with a hunting knife, <sighs> with a knife. <laughs> carving up an elite. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, and and so I don't know. I feel like I feel like I don't think they showed enough. Is my problem? Me with either. It. Um, You're I'm, playing this, right? Uh, not playing it. I'm I'm going to see. Oh, okay. uh, um, uh, like an extended campaign. Why is no one playing this? They started this thing with a. With oh, a fucking, this was what a mistake! I, what yeah. a oh, Austin and I both vibed on this. It was like when they <laughs> started their 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 presentation with like press, you know, the equivalent <clears throat> of the start button um, on the Xbox. Oh, to, yeah, press to start, start to start demo. Press start demo. Then I was like, oh, oh, damn! They're gonna show like a tiny bit, and they're like, if you want to see more. Jump on Xbox right Live yeah. right now and and download a demo or like or like what if they were like actually the smart thing was like hey yes. go sign up for XCloud, X-Cloud right play now play it on an Xbox Ugh! play it right what? on your Come PC on. right now play it on your phone right now you would like it's because you don't want to play that. it on like a base Xbox One no, where it no. looks like even worse this than is easy. you know this arguably is the aesthetics the they were bucks. showing now all they had to do was do what we said I'm sure there was no work involved I'm sure it wouldn't have been difficult. <laughs> I guess just what I what, what I'm just saying is I, you know, if if you were to explain everything in that demo on paper, I would have been more excited than watching what they showed play yes. out because all the demo did is raise it didn't answer enough questions than uh, that I have and like those yeah. questions would maybe are answered in me watching them play 45 minutes of the game um, in a little bit. That's not as far as I know video they're going to release. You know, I'll report back they on Monday. Should um, they probably will it's, later it's, this it's like, It'll what be one is, of those. It's like, what is this the kind of thing where, like, speaking of the Metroid Prime influence, like, is this a game where, like, there just aren't that many things you do in Halo, right? Like, right. you fight. And it's like, in, in a world like this, well, you're presumably introducing um, puzzle solving in terms of, like, how do I get to a thing? You're right. introducing platforming to a degree that has not been in Halo Is before. the grappling like, hook those... one of six traversal abilities that you get? Can you right. turn Am I going to get a jetpack that, like, shoots me? I'm going to use that right. combined with a... Like you can, your brain can start thinking of all sorts of ways that, like, I, the thing that's not answered is is getting around the world going to be more fun than just yeah. me jumping in a warthog and like f- fighting a bunch of elites a thousand times. I'm sure, I'm sure there is more to it. The problem yeah. is I just one, 
I, I do think it's it is fair to point out um, that I don't think it looked particularly impressive, and I think that's a result of just the Halo aesthetic being stretched as far as it can Dude, go. That's, yeah, that screenshot um, that's going around uh, is is a rough one. I think it, it looks way ignore better. The screenshots. In go go watch the like the like local uh, yes. like the actual trailer on YouTube at 1080 or 4K. It looks much sharper than yes. those, those screenshots suggest, but it's a flat looking game. Like it has and, no, and like it, Halo had right. a style and now it doesn't have a style because it's just become, well, that's what Halo looks like. We've been and killing so, grunts for 20 years. Right. All, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Get out the charge pistol and yeah. then shoot that at the elite. His shield comes down and I go up and, and I can melee, melee him yeah. and take How him out. do you do this? Yeah, exactly. That exact motion. But now, exactly. but now I, but now I can shoot a hook at him and like, I don't mean to be disparaging because I'm sure there's more going on, but that this is where this kind of demo. Yeah. It's like, it almost would have benefited from just a sizzle reel. That's like, here's a bunch of shit from the game all packed together of cool stuff you can do. Whereas like shown here, this like eight minutes It's like, well, in that eight minutes, I, there was like about 30 seconds where I went, I'd love to see more of this. And I, I don't, yeah. I just didn't find that it answered those questions for me. Um, my, one of my biggest things very much is going to be like, what's this open world like to move around? And what are the, what are the what fighting am I doing areas in it? Like, am I just like? finding a terminal that is, sure. like, you know what I mean? Because that's, right. that's the Press thing. Like, F to if, move plot forward, right? If, ex, if exploration is a huge part of infinite, um, which is implied to be a huge part of an open world, um, what are you doing in that? Am I meeting characters? Am I having conversations with them? And, well, like, and that is that's never been a part of Halo. There's never like mm-hmm. g- go meet a person and then like help them out with their problems on their farm. Like that isn't like <laughs> I'm fine with that being in Halo. But those are the kinds of things like if they they're like oh you know if if they had a demo it's like here are two paths like one is like we could go fight the Covenant like go up to that uh, you know to take out these these batteries like and the other is like. Well, I'm gonna go talk to this person that lives here and like go see what's up with them. Be like, wow, that's like different for a Halo game. I'm curious what they're gonna do with that. And I just maybe that stuff's there. I just don't know. And well, I'm also curious about just level design stuff. It's it's right. hard to make an open world game that has good gunfights in it. Um, but Halo think, has always done that. Arguably, go go think back to Halo One. Yeah, but those Halo spaces One weren't is actually giant, open worlds. But they were giant open spaces. They yes, were. They, they were, were bigger. They, th- I mean, there are some areas in Halo, like Halo 1 specifically, and I would actually argue this more for the, like the franchise writ large, but this is really uh, Halo 1 specific, has gigantic spaces relative to what you experience in most shooters. Like just huge it does, open It areas. does, but when you get to like the memorable fights, those are pretty much linear, well-designed spaces that are like, and also, also, one is also good. Bungie isn't making this game. <laughs> right. And right, also right, Bungie's right. making Destiny, and Destiny has lots of linear fights, or like yeah. fights through spaces that are big, and then they get they they tunnel, they, they uh, there's like a, a um, what's the word I'm looking for when things get smaller? I keep wanting to say chokehold. That's not, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Funneling. They get funneled into into a tighter space. <laughs> uh, it's still not the word I was looking for, but it's fine. And, and I'm curious to see, like, I don't want this to be the Halo game where the Halo feels like Far Cry. I like, you know, you know how I feel about various Far Cry games. There are some that I yeah. really love and some I don't love. But none of them have had what I think is anything near the combat spaces that the Bungie Halo games did in terms of just having that style of frenetic, fast, rewarding gunfights. Well, Austin, this is the thing that you and I talk about constantly is like the dream is how do you take like open world games traditionally have sacrificed uh, their moment to moment gameplay in service of like spectacle and like sheer like volume of content. But like when it comes down to it, like 
for uh, grand swaths of the Assassin's Creed franchise just to take one, um, especially when they don't involve guns. Uh, it's like it's not that fun to play engage in the combat. Like you're just doing that to get to the next thing, the exploration, the next story bit. And the dream is always like, how, can can some studio combine like really really good like when it contained tight linear gameplay and drop that into a bigger space like get the the benefits of the open world that's right. why we talk about like okay. a dragon's dogma dragon's too it's like dogma it's like look i love the combat in that <laughs> game but they didn't create like when we think of a quote-unquote open world dragon's dogma did not have that it was a pretty bad one of those and so i'm excited i disagree to do a but i we but i know but you, i know what you mean i, I know what you mean again. you we know what i'm speaking to and i'm speaking for road. most people in that <laughs> yes regard. i know i know um, uh, yes totally and so i but that that is usually like kind of the disconnect with a lot of these games um you know like i love devil may cry and i've constantly thought about like you know it'd be fucking cool like give me devil may cry in like a giant open space where i'm fighting quests instead of linear stuff but the advantage of linear things is exactly what you're speaking to is like oh is the whole reason this works at all even if you think you want it in a giant open space well the reason you're having fun is because they can funnel you and contain the yeah. encounters yeah yeah so we'll see i think that's this is, that is this year right go ahead yeah Rob. it is just a little it is a little maddening though to be having these conversations literally in the same podcast where we discuss the stalker series and right. it's like damn like is there any way to make a like a game with with good shooting that's like open <laughs> world and that problem was solved it's just for whatever reason it seems like developers didn't like the solution or they didn't feel it would adapt to I mean, their to I think their it probably games. they felt like it wouldn't adapt to consoles when those games came out is really right. what it comes down to. But, but also, I, I should be clear, I think there are different types of open world shootings, uh, shooters and shooting, for, right? For like, sure, but I think one of the reasons these games tend to fall apart is, so like why a far, there are many reasons why Far Cry games have gotten like progressively less interesting, right? Uh -huh. But fundamentally, they're not actually, they don't feel as open as you would think, right? Like the enemies are located at their base or something. So you go to their base and you fuck up, you know, the, the base full of dudes right. and maybe they sound an alarm and more people arrive. But if you think about it, the entire thing happens in a pretty narrow slice of that open world. And sometimes you find a bear is, in the woods, right? Yeah, <laughs> the rest of that open through, world is inert. Right. And Whereas the stalker series or uh, for that matter, you know, stalker, I think is better at it than this, but Breakpoint last year, I think one of the reasons you and I connected to Breakpoint yeah. in those early hours was that feeling of dynamism in the open space. The fact that there were things happening that you, you were not, you were not triggering them to happen. They were systemically happening and you would get caught up in them. Stalker was all, especially, especially the stalker sequels were all about that feeling of these factions are hitting each other in the open world. You can, who knows what the experiences you're going to have. This is going to be an emergent narrative generally in a real way right so I, and that's why i think like the thing that is kind of worrying about the notion of this being a direction for halo is go take out these three turrets is like i kind of i have a feeling that it's going to be three underwhelming fairly open encounter spaces that i'm going to have right. at the end of each one i'm going to push a button or like plant a charge or something and that's going to be it and i can do it in any order i want but it's not going to be a case where like there's a cool story about master chief operating alone behind enemy lines that is going to unfold as he is trying to do these three things, right? There's never, there's not going to be a, you're just trying to complete the mission, but then you're spun off in a cool other encounter that does not feel like the game that they're making. But I don't know. It, it is tough to tell because the other part of this trailer seems so conservative in just like it's halo. Remember how much you love halo? Yeah, like, but it's especially big, halo one halo, but big now. But big, big, yeah, bigger I, than before. 
when you go up the elevator <laughs> in that in that trail in that gameplay uh, that, uh-huh. that you see, and the camera like slowly is like, "Hey, hey, look, low. we're at a fucking ring world, right? Yeah. yeah." And then it like pans around, and it's like those look an awful lot like covenant crates and HVAC units that I'm just going to be. It's like here's a, here's a huge open world that you can't explore behind you where you'll be playing some boxes. I suspect you will be able to explore it. My question is, will there be anything there when you get there? Will it feel rewarding to get there? Boxes. To begin with. Elites. Oh, cool. Nice. But again, I... I Elites for, in for, boxes. I think there's, <laughs> to some degree, this is also... You could say that about Breath of the Wild. What's going to be there? But Coblins. But Coblins and the... What are the little guys that you chase? Or that you find? And they're hidden? Why am Koroks? I blanking on that? Koroks. Koroks and Korok seeds. And like, okay, yeah, like on paper, that sounds really repetitive, but the good world design and traversal made that game really sing for me. If the, if those boxes are real good, if those gunfights are really fu- well designed, you know, if, that, if those spaces actually make me go like, whoa, that was a really cool experience, I don't necessarily need the systemic interaction to justify a huge, you know, long Halo game where I get to feel good while playing Halo for 50 hours or whatever. Um, uh, would, I, would I prefer that they take, like, a big swing and do some interesting systemic interaction and have, like, you know, whatever this new, what are they called, the Banished, the whatever this new faction mm-hmm. is of of basically just Covenant 2 versus another Led faction. Led by Dominus Gaul. Yeah, I, dude, it is just 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking wild that that character showed up and I was like, that's Gaul from Destiny 2. From, yeah. the, from the Red War. It's also exactly like the dude from... It's also the the Khan in Ghost of Tsushima. This is just the style of villain that video games is down with. Like, all right, tough, rounded face gives a speech like he knows what's up in a way that you don't. Also, this is what villains are. Also, is it... Has this happened before? Or is this... the his, He's got the, the fucking knives... Like the whole setup looks like the fucking legendary symbol from their difficulty. Oh my god, does it? Uh huh. I didn't notice this. That's very funny, right? Like when you like bump the difficulty up to legendary, it's got the knives yeah, and the it's skull. Two knives across and, like, it. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a walking. I can't believe uh-huh. you've done this to me. He is the le- he is the legendary difficulty icon. Just his body. That's uh, fuck off. Damn it. Another little just random question about the. Halo the games versus Halo the lore, right? Uh-huh. Just little side question here. Yes. In that trailer, we saw the the part where we're getting, you know, the stirring scene of the Master Chief suit being assembled while Dr. What's-Her-Face uh, is, like, discussing how, uh-huh. you know, really all this technology is nothing without a hero inside of all that shit. Uh, I wonder if this can save humanity. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I have not read all the novels, but no. I do seem to recall this to being the right kind group. Of a material point. Wasn't the whole Master Chief thing about like creating a super soldier to go like put down colonist rebellions? Yeah, no, it's bad. They're fascists. They're fascist super soldiers. That's the bit. Yeah, when I was when I was streaming the 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 reach last night, they were like, "Oh right, like that's Doctor Nazi." Um, yeah, like, uh-huh. like <laughs> yes. What's her? What's her? Like, there's like this consistent scientist across the games. Is that, that Halsey? Is that name. who that is? I think so. Elizabeth, um, something like that. Anyway, yeah, no, you're right. The the extended lore is is very much in that that. Um, that space that like Warhammer 40k or the Verhoeven Starship right. Troopers of like, oh, this is this is a fascist authoritarian, uh, you know, uh, Earth regime that is trying to crush colonists 
And then it turns out that when the aliens invade, they've already built their super soldiers. Whew, that was a close one. But they definitely put down human a human revolution for sure. Right. It just um, always feels like the series yes, like, is. has interesting things implied in the backstory and in the margins where it's like, this is a cool sci-fi universe. I would be curious to know more. And then the game comes out and it's like, oh, Master Chief, thank God you're here. Whew. We don't know what we do without you. Hey, See? Master Chief's here. <laughs> and it's like cool, but also it's like if somebody made a shooter out of Jinro. Right. Oh, well, they, yeah. Well, I'm, I think they probably did do that too. That's so many things. That's <laughs> Destiny is the thing, right? That's that's so many games. It's just like, wait a second. Is there is there actually something really cool and interesting happening here just beyond the screen? Yes. You don't get to see it. It's not for you. That's for our wiki. Um <laughs> So yeah, that that is this year though, right? That does that have a date on it, or was that just? It's it's holidays. It'll be okay. Launch That'll be launched probably, I, I, right? Yeah, I think yeah, they're just trying sense. to skate around what that's gonna. That makes what sense. date November it's gonna be because they probably don't want to launch the same as Sony. As Sony, yeah. Which this kind of back and forth is so funny to me. We would know. It's, it is, it is almost August. We don't know how much these boxes are gonna cost, no. and we don't know when they're coming out. No. Any other big stuff from this event that y'all want to call out? Um, uh, there was a game before. There was a pre-show that had some interesting stuff stuff in it. Actually, um, Echo yeah. Generation. Yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> um, Echo Generation is um, by the developers of Riverbond. Uh, That's which the is, one I paste. I like shared. Right. Yes. Um, yes. Totally. Yeah, this game looks great. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about it? I no. I don't. Okay, I've just, great. It's got a great trailer. It's That's like a great a, trailer. Like a, um, it's, got, it's it's Stranger Things. Uh, it's like, weird that you this know, hits me. I watch this and I was like, oh, this is the first Stranger Things video game. I know they've made other ones, but none of them, none of them, Stranger Things as a show seems to play with the genre conventions, sounds, and look of the sort of the kind of source material it's riffing on in a much more direct way than the Stranger Things games do in a much more effective Correct. way. Uh, this feels the way I suspect Stranger Things makes the fans of Stranger Things feel. That's and from your response, that's yeah, seems and true. it's got like a main character who looks like a young kid, it's sure. not like a young teenager. It's got like, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's explicitly no, like no, like 80s ish in the way that like well, Stranger Things is that, just like it has a bit of it. Um, it's it's pixelated 3D graphics. It's synthwave, you know, like music. a car, like a card based RP, like turn based RPG. I guess it you're fighting like, like spider quickly. tanks and yeah. things like that. Uh-huh. I don't know what's going on in this game, but it has a look. It, it has beautiful. a vibe. Yeah, totally. Uh, speaking of things like this that have a look and have a vibe, did you see that Star Renegades got a date yesterday? That really good looking like uh, RPG that we played at PAX a few years ago. That's like, oh shit, yeah, really? that's coming out this year. That's September. Yeah. Wow, I'm very okay. excited. All right. Good for Star Renegade. I reached out. I reached out for code. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I was um, like, yo, put us on the list. I don't have uh, much to say about... Well, uh, Don't Nod showed a lot more of their Tell Me Tell me Why game. That's uh, game the that Twins, was, right? Um, mm-hmm. A game that like Rob expressed in our Slack is just like, well, pulling on his collar as he's like watching all of this material that... Um, <laughs> Don't Nod is, is going to be playing around with. For people that don't know, it's a game that when it was announced, like it, it like very proudly was like, oh, this is going to be the first game with like a you know a trans character at the at the center of it. And we're making not only are we like in doing that, we're going to make a big deal that we're doing that. I have not read through this, but they put up a fact today, like alongside this ah. new trailer, um, mm. that has re- like some really interesting questions. Um, it says uh, the main character. 
um, uh, is Tyler. And there are questions here, and they have answers about. And, um, we don't really have to get into that. I'm just. I just think it's interesting that they're here. It's like, is Tyler's birth name or dead name used anywhere in the game? And in this case, it says no. I guess I'll read this one because it kind of characterizes some of their approach. No, Tyler's birth name does not appear anywhere and tell me why. In flashback scenes, players will hear young Tyler referred to as Ollie. Ollie was the first name Tyler chose for himself. He likes uh, that his name sounded similar to Allison's nickname, Allie. And then there are uh, – there's a lot of questions in this fact. Uh, one of them was Tyler's mother transphobic and then says spoilers, uh, presumably going to explain to you – what is happening in this game to some degree to address it does tell me why depict any transphobia against Tyler Tyler spoilers. Um, and there was, uh, one of these kids had to shoot their mom for reasons. Um, that happens in that trailer, but I, we should be clear. I don't think that that is tied to the transphobia question here. Having now read these, I don't think that's about transphobia. That sequence that's in the trailer that does look like some dark shit was happening I, according to them, that is not about transphobia. Uh, did did Tyler transition as a result of his childhood trauma? Like, I just think it's interesting to see the arc. Like, you know, I, I don't know how it's going to ultimately handle this stuff in the game. But, you know, if if you want to, you know, give him credit, I think it's interesting that like, hey, we're doing this. We're also going to address a bunch of like obvious questions that people would have. Um, does just because they like vetted a fact well doesn't mean that they'll handle sure. the material in the game. Well, I but I think it's interesting. This methodology of trying to avoid being hashtag problematic rather than rounding off all the corners of dramatic tension from your narrative. That's you know not we're not sure if that is in fact what they will also be doing, but I prefer that a game company be really upfront about stuff that might trigger people in their game. And provide a resource for the people that might be affected by that kind of sensitive content to make an informed choice about whether or not yeah. they'll play it, rather than avoid telling these stories or tell these stories in a very boring way. Right. There is definitely like just a content warning. Like uh, this is what this is. These are this is a list of content warnings, effectively, and answering common questions of watching. You know, watching this trailer, knowing this, being able to be like, oh, okay, these are things that they had in mind at least, and can and I can know what I'm getting into when I go into it. Um, I mean, we should note here for a second that that first patch of Deadly Premonition two hit, and it sounds like it doesn't fix anything really. It like removes one instance of dead naming, but not. The, it doesn't adjust the story or swear, change. Swear he's out here deleting tweets. Dude, and it's, it's bad. A, yeah. I, yeah. Also, I, I, I expect to write about something eventually, but I'm waiting yeah. to see where it lands. There is a uh, – I'll shout out really quick. There's a Laura Kate Dale video uh, that goes into – the history of of Swery and and kind of uh, the way that he's had trans characters in his games and goes deep into why the missing uh, worked well uh, and then and then really gets into what the fuck happens in this game um, or in, in not this game but in, in Delhi Premonition Two. Um, it's called A Trans Woman Discusses Sweary, Trans Representation, and Deadly Premonition 2. Uh, it's like 26 minutes. It's worth watching if you've never, if you're curious about what is going on in this game, but also just Sweary's career and, and why there was some hope coming into this, uh, coming to Deadly Premonition 2 about it. But just wanted to follow up on that story. Um, uh, what else? Anything else here, uh, from, from this event worth, worth shouting out? I guess the, um, the other pre-show thing was, uh, a new game um, co co created by Yuji Naka and Naoto uh, Oshima, um, which uh, I believe that they worked together on Nights Nights into Dreams and and some mm-hmm. Sonic stuff, um, and it's called 
Balan uh, Wonderworld. It seems like it's like a 3D platformer with like different characters you're choosing to do different abilities and stuff. It's not my thing, but I saw Danielle was excited looks, about it because, you know, 3D platformers. It's cute. <laughs> it's cute. Um, was that? Second Acts 2 looks good. Yeah. They've since confirmed that game's not coming out this year. It's oh, I believe next that. Year. Mm. Um, but uh, part of that's because they did an interview recently where they said, we removed all the boss fights and, lo- and a bunch of levels from the game because uh-huh. we ran out of money. And then Microsoft bought us, and they were like, do you want to just add that stuff back in? So they're. it that's sounds like funny. that's adding a decent amount of time to, that, to the game. But that, I saw a demo of that last year at E3, and um, I have less... Like, I liked Psychonauts when I played it, but I don't have the same reverence for it of others do. But I enjoyed it and was, like, happy to see them take another, like, twirl in that world. And I... I found the demo to to be really promising. Like, yeah. not only did it seem really funny, but the actual moment-to-moment platforming and combat seemed, um, like, more than just competent to get to the humor and the visuals. Like, it seemed like it would be, um, uh, you know, at least a little above just, like, it's here so you have something to do in the game while you get to the... The next big, you know, gag that we've we've put in there. Um, there that interview with Tim Schafer from a little while ago, I want to say it was early July over on GamesIndustry.biz, was really interesting because it was basically him being like, "It has been weird since we got bought by Microsoft, and knowing that all of our games are going to go out on Game Pass because it's like it's the same, except we're not always just terrified about going out of business. We can just work <laughs> on making the games that we want to work on." Uh, this is weird. There's just like a, a, a I, sort I of. I wonder if that ends up changing games long term because of, you know, do you feel less of an obligation to make a game longer? Do you feel less of an obligation to do certain things if, like, if you are specifically like a Microsoft studio, like this right. doesn't apply right. nearly to as everybody. much to, to everybody for releasing why. But if if you suddenly can scope and plan differently, because look, we don't need to keep people around for. 50 hours we just need people to have a good time and make it till the next billing cycle like that's a you know i mean that's that's still an equally in some ways crass way to think about it but you can also imagine a world in which that frees people up to do different things in their games because they there's just a different expectation of like where that's going into the world totally um a few other tiny things that are like State of Decay 3 is going to exist at some point. Mm-hmm. That's so early that I don't... You got to show me something. You got to give me something here a little bit. Um, Rob, do you have feelings about zombie Forza? Deer. What? Uh, yeah, there's a zombie pardon? deer. That's true. Uh, I asked oh, if you would feel like Forza. Damn. <laughs> like just Damn. Some sorry shit, man. Like, oh. why even bother? Uh, if you're just going to show... Cars? Like, driver avatars circling around a set. Like, it's... It, no, it's pointless. Um, Damn. Gran Turismo, that was doing it right. Uh, I thought Darktide looked like, in terms of just, hey, it looks like it's Left 4 Dead uh, Warhammer 40k. Uh, yeah. Bunch of in- agents of the Inquisition I mean, it's, plunging please, deep Rob, into a haunted hive city. It's sure. Vermintide 40k. That's why it's called say, Dark yeah. Tide, because Vermintide, but Dark 40k. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah, not playing I Space mean, Marines. You're playing, like, non... You're playing just... You're playing lowercase... SM Space Marines, not <laughs> 40k style big bulky, you know, uh, armor Space Marines. It seems so. Yeah, actually, well, no, I mean, this would this would be um, uh, Astro Mil- uh, Astro Militarum, I think. Ah, okay. Uh, but the Thank fact you. that the narrator for it is an Inquisitor or somebody writing to an Inquisitor means they might actually be a different force entirely. Either way, I do like. I kind of enjoy yeah, the vibe around of the it. trailer. Let's do it. Like, yeah. If this was out so, now, I'd be like, Rob, you want to play that this weekend? Absolutely. So, 
Um, there's some sort of new drop of Fantasy Star Online 2 coming next year that looks like the thing I'll need to actually commit to playing it because a lot of it just looks way better. The UI looks better. There's new combat animations that makes it look less like a game that came out 10 years ago and more like a game that came out three years ago. And, yeah. and so I'm here for that. Um, and then Genesis. and then. Yeah, it's called New Genesis. Uh, my 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 two things related to music. One, the Tetris Effect uh, expansion, the Tetris Effect update called Effect Connected is coming out. Uh, Tetris Effect is going to hit Xbox uh, One and Series X this year, um, uh, and that's going to have uh, co-op and multiplayer. And it said like a an updated single player or something like that. Um, which like, sure. Okay, cool. I love that game. But the second I realized the song that was playing it, like my heart got caught and it's like, Oh shit. Fuck. Tetris effect makes me feel things. <laughs> I love that song so much. It feels like a less game. good version of the song. It was a less good version of the song, but yeah, what are you going to um, do? Right. Also, also I did enjoy, so there's a tension in that video for me. You're watching. It's like yeah. the songs playing. It's all these pictures of like people like who are, who are, kids older people people of all you know walks of life just anyone playing uh-huh. tetris and holy shit they can play together they can and play together get connected mizuguchi and, is there frank lance is there and then i watched Dan the Riker screen was merge, in there yeah and i watched some truly <laughs> shitty plays happen. <laughs> and i'm like this is not going to be a positive wow. experience oh, i cannot wait to play tetris with rob rob Let's, is going to our first stream us. in years will just be us playing tetris <laughs> god unbelievable patrick um, did you not see what i had coming did you not see what my next brick was oh, be you so fucked good. up my play thank you very much so okay funny. where do you want me since since you're gonna get in my way where do you want me to put this brick <laughs> Oh my god! I can't wait for this. This so is going to be yeah, so wonderful. Yeah, so like the thing is, it's like it's like three boards, and you can move. A, you can put stuff in other people's boards collaboratively. It's great. That sounds so. Oh man, I'm so would, I'm ready for it. Oh, it's, it's I the, would not be a good no. Partner. Of course, you would. <laughs> no one's gonna like playing with me. I can't wait. <laughs> Kato and I will be over here playing together the way it's meant to happen. Oh look, Kato I've got I. this big straight line. Oh, Where am god. I gonna put this? Ooh, I got so many options. I'm taking <laughs> bids. Who would? You know, where should I go? <laughs> Who wants to buy me beer? Um, <laughs> uh, the other music thing is, did y'all see the trailer for Crossfire X? Fuck. Yes. I did. The Christ. Asian sh- uh, popular multiplayer shooter that is now getting a single player campaign. Developed by, by Remedy. By Remedy. Developed by Remedy. Did y'all realize what you were listening to? Musically? No. Oh, you should turn it up. You should you should raise it a little bit here. Go to like uh, go to like twenty and listen to what this woman is singing. Very soft piano, kind of heavy drum beat in the background. She says, first she says, what she say? Let's let's listen real close for me. What are we gonna do first, Rob? I've turned it way up. What is this? She's saying, first we gonna rock, then we gonna roll, then we let it pop, go, let it go. What? X gonna give it to ya. He gonna <laughs> give it to ya. Wait, did you X guys catch the Snoop Dogg DMX verses? I did. Yesterday? I feel it's deeply. I think it's deeply disrespectful that this trailer uses a bad slow piano version Listen, of X gonna Snoop give it to Dogg you. Snoop Dogg was giving props to X during that verses. Okay, he was hyping he him. He was hyping up. him up. That was a great moment. 
I yeah, watched that I literally that. right before, right before we got on. We got to get podcast. X on the line. He doesn't know how to use the internet, so he someone has know. to play. Someone this has person. to. Someone has to play this trailer. Yes, yes. <laughs> he has to stop this. Actually, I'm sure this is putting money in his pocket. So, oh uh, yeah. God. So X doesn't give it to you. Is in this, this trailer for Crossfire X's single player campaign, which you know, I, is it a video game event? If there isn't a slow piano version of a hyped up song, no. Um, that looks it's it and looks that like a first so good. That song too. is very good. It's <sighs> very good. I'm upset. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, other than that, there were there were some other things. But this was not you know co- co- completely um comprehensive. Uh, it's weird that they announced they were canceling Elden Ring during the stream. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Like, hey, they did. like by the way, <laughs> done um, with that. What Elden Ring? Do? Like Peter. <laughs> <laughs> they came out and they just broke a, di- a hard drive. We're like, yeah, sorry. We just. <laughs> yeah. Also, he burnt the last book. He had this is the manuscript for the last uh, Game of Thrones book, and he just set it on fire. <laughs> yeah, just, so. Martin came out. It was, and a, it was also a hard in front drive of a crowd. And burns a PDF. I don't know why, why they had a stage show portion during COVID, but that was happening. That seemed very irresponsible to me. Um, I've been playing a game that made me think of a thing I want in Elden Ring, so I need to shout that out now mm. before it, it, uh, so I'm, I've been playing, uh, do you know the, the Atelier or Atelier, Atelier, Atelier feels right to me. Yeah, it's a JRPG series, right? Yeah, yeah. The Atelier series, there's a billion of these, it's about being an alchemist, it's about being like a cute girl alchemist who loves alchemy and her friends and, you know, making, doing oh, alchemical like a, things. Witch hat Atelier. Right, like, yes, exactly, yes, yes. that same, that same word. Um, and uh, there's a billion of these, and there's like a, there. I decided this new one was on sale, and I should try it. Um, and it has a thing. So in the past games, apparently you crafted things like potions and bombs you could throw, and that's cool. But also, it's a JRPG, which means you never use items because you feel bad. Um, uh, and the way that this game gets around that is when you make an item, you can equip it and then use a sort of like Estus style like um, uh, a resource that lets you just use any of the items you've equipped that many times and that recharges every time you go to sleep. So it's like, and there's other ways to recharge it. So you could like build a cool bomb and then use it as many times as you want. And then the second layer of this is because you're you're an alchemist, you're crafting different healing potions. So you could craft a healing potion that like does, also cures you of poison. You can craft a bomb that also slows enemies. And because you can equip them and use them indefinitely, you get to like uh, basically like, throw resources at building the best version of the thing you want. And I want the version of this game where I could build my own Estus flask. I could build a anti-poison Estus or I could build an Estus that gives me fire resistance and then equip that before going out into the world. I want that to be in the next Dark Souls game so bad. People should play this Atelier game. Uh, it's it's like forty percent off right now most places, but just for that crafting thing, the moment that I, I the moment that I understood how this crafting system worked, I was like, why is this not in every other fucking game? If Bloodborne had this, if Bloodborne let me craft a reusable different types of reusable potions, it would have been my favorite game of all time, and it would have even fit that world really well because it's all about like weird you know alchemy and science gone gone wrong and so that's my that is my feature request uh (laughs) from soft please play atelier riza uh ever darkness and the secret hideout is the subtitle please take that crafting system for consumables thank you um anyway yeah no elden ring at this event which i think we'd all kind of come to terms with before this event yeah, started. Yeah, Jeff Grubb put us in the... He but he's saying... Right you're saying that he's space. saying... I haven't seen him say this, but you told me that Jeff Grubb mm-hmm. is saying that that game mm-hmm. is still 2020. 
he was implied in a in a in a uh, reset era thread that he believed it was still. On, I want to make sure I'm being not. clear. He believed believed that it was still on track for holiday, which I just have a hard trouble b- b- believing. Now I don't believe that Jeff has heard that from his sources. I have a hard trouble believing. You start to think of how things are going to get crunched. Yeah, I just don't know where it shows up. Like I don't want that game to come out. Like let Demon Souls. Breathe. Be that the, be the big like marquee launch game for PS5 and let yo January is just out there just being like open arms like Chris the Christmas we're gonna be I'm gonna be inside all the time I love to be inside just cozying up with Elden Ring like, well you're not though you bought that outdoor heater <sighs> that's true you're gonna be, you're <laughs> be the king of winter my <laughs> will get, will get, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna bring I have an extra TV in the house now I'm gonna set that up outside with that heater oh you're gonna tailgate uh, you know the truncated <laughs> bear season uh, <laughs> they also uh, they uh, they they announced that Dragon Quest uh, uh, was it eleven eleven is of definitive. I just edition. want to support. I just want to point out like a very strange thing about this one that people have been passing around on Twitter as we were recording this is yeah. that so the version that's coming to all platforms um, uh, later in December um, they announced it as an Xbox thing, but it's it's coming everywhere. This oh, is okay. a game a version that came out for Switch. That's what the S and, is, isn't it? Yes, because it was like the like the definitive version yeah. is is the Switch version. Like here's a better one that for on Nintendo's platform. So, but Dragon Quest Eleven already came out for yeah uh, like PlayStation Four. But this updated version is not that they took the base PlayStation Four game and added that stuff. They're porting the place the Switch game to PlayStation Four, and so they had to include this little. Uh, um, people were like putting screenshots next to each other, like, why does this look slightly worse? And so there's this caveat in like the official fact that says this version includes a number of new features that were not present in the original Dragon Quest XI for PS4, including new story lines, the ability to switch to 2D mode. I mean, this game lets you switch 3D and 2D at the same time. Yeah, like, which is I wish cool. I cared enough to play it. Like, it looks, it sounds fucking awesome. Um, additional voice data, voice data. That's mm. voice data. Voice data. That's so good. Uh, and more. It's a port of the Nintendo Switch version, so the graphics are not the same as they were for the original Dragon Quest Eleven and PlayStation 4. Please note, however, that the resolution and frame rate are at least as good as they were on the original PlayStation 4 release. That's just so... That's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. And also, if you already bought it, you don't get this stuff then. You don't no, get this no, version. It's a, it's a new... I mean, it's like really subst- like substantive updates. It's not just, hey, here's a couple... I mean, literally, you can hit a button and switch to, like, an old-school Dragon Warrior, like, top-down experience right. at the same time that you're exploring a big 3D world. Like, it's cool as hell if you're into to 120-hour um, <laughs> JRPGs, you know, yeah. JRPGs yeah. which I I don't mean that pejoratively. I just mean, like, there's a certain type of person who's like, yes, sign me up, like, the, the, yeah. <laughs> for, for that. Um, and I've heard that's, like, a really good one of, of those, for sure. Totally. But I don't know. I just thought it was such a weird wrinkle i just had to share it before we get out of here yeah also i saw the mech game i saw exo mecha it's on fps people are if i don't say this people are gonna be like why didn't you talk about exo mecha that's fine it's very i shiny. will say nothing uh, in that the first half of that trailer does not yeah there's like, no set your expectations for the fact that there are just going to be two giant mechs beating the shit out of each yeah, other yeah it looks and like i remember sitting there watching like i i was like i had my baby and like, i'm trying to deal with her while i'm watching this thing and i'm like did i Oh, I must have missed some sort of like tonal switch to explain why we became Pacific Rim. This looked a lot like a very shiny Crisis. It looked like what if Crisis wrapped in tinfoil and then also Uh, a mech showed up. 
Um, I, I don't know where the textures went. Like everything just is super silvery. It's, I don't know. It's very weird. There are textures, but you know what I'm saying. It looks fine. I, you know, when it comes out, I'll um, try the, it. The other thing I would I would um, point out of the Xbox stuff is Microsoft has like said multiple times that they, you know, they want to bridge the gap between the like. Whereas you know, Sony like, hey, Miles Morales, like that's not coming out on PS4. That's just right. PS5, and like right. that's how games have been released historically in the past during these generational switches. Microsoft's been like, hey, you know, like part of the reason that you can probably explain why Halo Infinite looks a little flat is is. Is, could be partially art, could be a still game that's not done, um, could also very well be, hey, we have to support the original Xbox One, which is not a platform you really want to play games on anymore, um, and it's going to run on that, and so you can you can see how some limitations potentially there. Um, but like this uh, event showed games that very they were very specific to put at the in their trailers the platforms that it supported and it would often be it you know rather than just being like hey this is an xbox game and enjoy it on our platforms it would always be um windows pc um xbox series x and then xbox one and like that's how they delineated the three platforms and you had games like forza uh fable everwild and avowed all said only um, Xbox Series X and Windows PC, and that uh-huh. those won't be supported by. I presume that means the whole Xbox One line, including the Xbox. What is it? One X. Um, I get my X's confused, but that just I think that like blurs what was meant to be like a clearer sort of like picture they were trying to yeah. paint. Or your suggestion is great. Did they just show like was half the games they showed here things we're not going to play till twenty twenty two. Which then makes you feel like very strange about <laughs> all of next year, which wouldn't would, that would fit the model of uh, you know generational switches, which is you get a couple games at launch, the first year is pretty bad, yeah. but you're just kind of waiting until the following Christmas. But it just makes it a little. I expect Sony to have like a more uh, even keeled lineup um, next year, but we'll we'll see, I guess. I think that's probably it. Unless there's any final thoughts on this, I think we can probably wrap this up. I know, I know, uh, uh, we all still have the the rest of the day in front of us, and we're recording later than we normally do, so that's weird. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts before we before we send people home? What's as dusk falls? What? 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 What's as dusk falls? I don't know. What is it? Oh, it's a visual I thought you novel. said what are I thought you said what are dust balls? What are dust balls? Like, oh, yeah. oh, it does dust look like balls. a visual novel. It does look like it looks like a visual novel or like a motion comic thing. Um, yeah, it looks like a remedy cutscene. Brought it does into look a like video a remedy game. cutscene. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like looking at it. I was like, okay, this is the cutscene. Okay, when are they going to show me like what what is this game? And then it just kind of ended, and I was like, what is that? What? <laughs> um, I will say like it's rare to find genuinely a new aesthetic. You know what I mean? And although that gives me some remedy cutscene vibes, I like mean that like really in a complimentary way. Like I'm curious to see what it's it, it's it's vibing differently than I, I've seen most games vibe aesthetically. Uh this game is being made by Interior Night, which is an independent game studio of veterans from Quantic Dream and Sony. So the person who talked, Caroline Marshall, if I'm mispronouncing uh, that last name, apologies. Uh, was on the creative team behind Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. So uh, hopefully this is going to be one of those things where it's like, wow, without David Cage's presence and the terrible <laughs> the terrible <laughs> studio culture of Quantic Dream, allegedly, uh, there, there maybe there will be like a lot of cool stuff here. We'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, it seems like it's like a generational American Southwest story is the vibe, right? It's like, here's a yeah. little girl. She grows up. There's some stuff going on with family. And there's a, the cops show up, you know? Yeah. We'll see. Uh, like a, a family drama with, with like crime at the heart of it. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Seems interesting. Uh, yeah. But I did. I was just kind of left like, okay, but is it going to be like you choosing some of the actions these characters take or I'm curious. It, it, it had a look, it had a vibe. Um, but I'm also kind of like, I wonder what that's actually going to be. Uh, so it's on my radar now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. All right. On that note, we should wrap this up. We'll be back next week with more. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, waypoint or go to waypoint.vice.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Where can people find you Gita? At XOXO Gossip Gita. Kato. At A underscore Kato underscore appears. Patrick. Klepik. Patrick Klepik. On at Twitter. We can't I can't hear Patrick anymore. His mouth is moving. His mouth Patrick's is moving. Gone. I hear him. Patrick's been taken by the <laughs> internet. Been, well, we yeah. can follow him on twitter.com slash Patrick Klepik. Rob, how about you? <laughs> at Rob Zachney. Thanks, Rob. Patrick said, Discord is breaking up. I said it. It's on my recording. I guess so, if you say so. <laughs> um, uh, as always, thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You off the EPPL machine. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. We'll be back next week with more. I hope everyone has a safe and happy and secure weekend, just generally. Uh, shout outs to the protesters in Portland. Shout outs to the protesters everywhere in this country right now who are fucking standing up to some truly authoritarian bullshit. We are on the edge of... of we're not on the edge. We're over the edge uh, on a lot of stuff, and and uh, the response should be as such. So shout-outs to everyone out there who is stepping out uh, and, and putting their, their lives in... in Patrick is touching the microphone. It's not working, Pat. Patrick, it's not working. I'm sorry, bud. I'm sure you have very important things to add to this this conclusion. Uh, uh, <laughs> Patrick's giving me the finger and he left. Patrick's gone. Bye to Patrick. Uh, and bye to everyone else. As always, fuck capitalism. Fuck fascism. Go home. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. All right. Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> wow. Fucking broke. For the listeners, our call just fucking died. Halo 2, like, I told this on stream, I don't know if I told this on this podcast, but Halo 2 was uh, leaked off a French manufacturing plant ahead of that game's release oh. and then uploaded to the internet. And this is early, like, piracy and stuff like that in, in video games or, like, you know, sort of like modern consoles. And I didn't know how torrents worked, but a friend in my dorm did. And I had a modded Xbox because right. I was reviewing games for, like, GMR and Xbox Nation and some other magazines during college. And so we he burned a copy of Halo 2, and we put it in my Xbox, and we put a sign-up sheet out in front of my dorm room. And then I would allow or disallow people to come in to the room oh, to engage in Halo 2 multiplayer before, oh, like, 24 okay. hours before people went and got it at the at the GameStop. So this is all to say, like, I spent a lot of time with Halo. I haven't gotten super into the lore, but, like, I have such a deep reverence for the franchise. And when I went and played Reach, because it felt like that was the one... Oh. Did we all lose connection? Uh-oh. Hello. Hi. Hello, we're all back, back now. Back? Sorry, Patrick. That was a <laughs> no, bad it's fine. I got happen. like through my through my story, and I'm like, wow, okay, I'll just move on to the next thing. Um, when we uh, when we froze, did you? Did anyone hear the story, my college story, or did no, that go? Away? I did not hear it at all. <laughs> Sign up sheet, huh? Is where I, I we left you, which is amazing. Your level of organization. Um, no, this. Uh, oh, well, this. Go ahead and re- repeating just, the story, yeah, even though it's, it's in the fine. recording. <laughs> um, oh, no, I was going to say. It, like, Hello, Hello to everyone. Hello. How's Good afternoon. Is it? Oh, give me one second. You mean good? It is afternoon. It is afternoon. I guess the good is, you know, subjective. Sure is. Uh-huh. No? Is this check check? Yeah, you're coming through. Could someone talk, please? We're talking. Hi. We are talking now. Well, I can't hear anything. So. Oh okay. shit! <laughs> it's doing the same thing again, where it's outputting my audio through my speakers, and yesterday last time it just worked to change just, it to yeah. headphones. But I'm now talking as if you can hear me, anything. but you can't hear me, right? So, hang on. Does this work? Hello. Hi. Hello. Great, I can hear everyone. All right. I fixed it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay. Ah, ooh, excuse me. No worries. Okay. Uh, three thirty, Kata. Is that right? Three thirty. Oh my god. Uh, Patrick, Patrick, when is your heart out? I, I don't have okay. one. Okay. It's 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 beyond the the scope of this podcast for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would love for this to not be a huge thing. No, we should we shouldn't go for more than an hour. We should save save the games you want to talk about for next week, and let's just focus. on I'll the, just hit the, the Xbox stuff. thing and then move on. Yeah, unless people like have really have like, oh, I need to make a point about a a game that you've been playing. That's that's fine. But I think otherwise, let's respect everyone's time and respect the <laughs> respect how this if this Elden Ring comes up time. for not being there, I want to shout out a quick thing. But that's it. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this. Um. Uh, ten seconds. 
No, hold on, hold on. Wait, I gave us a lot of time. Well, maybe I didn't. No, I didn't. 15 seconds. 15. Clapping anyway. <laughs> just, I just want to mark it down. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. I did I'm it. Not, I'm not going to get 15. No. 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 I, didn't Sick. Get it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it. Because my backup wasn't going, and I had to go start my backup. Everyone's got me, excuses you know, let, let right me. now. <laughs> yeah, it's that sort of day, dude. All right. Start recording. Okay. Uh, 33. That was, oh, there man. were, there were, I counted five claps. There ought separate. to be, though. <laughs> the call is laggy. Yeah, okay. Kyle, are you all right? Yeah, it's fine. With that? Okay. It's all good. As long as Kyle is good with it, I don't go fuck. It's, we good. <laughs> all right.